And welcome to Cursed Objects, a podcast about cultural history, politics, and tat. I am uh, the co-host of the show, Dr. Cashanti, <laughs> and as ever, I'm joined by my co-host, <laughs> Dan Hancock. No, you're doing very well. Um, I'm a, a journalist, an author, and uh, yeah, also a co-host of <laughs> really big up our titles, co-host of Cursed Objects as well. Saying co-host to, too many. Times. I don't. I don't think we're impressing each other with this. Like you know, check out my business cards. I'm a co-host. I'm actually a co-host. Yeah. yeah. Don't, don't, don't denigrate my position. Um, yeah, welcome, listeners. Thanks very much for tuning in. Um, this is the first episode of 2024 for the main feed. Woo! Our, our beloved Patreons <laughs> have already had one delicious episode. We took January off. We needed January off. So thanks for your patience for that. Uh, but we're, we're, we're so back. We're so back. A bit hungover, but so back. As That's well. <laughs> so back, though. Like, come on, what is what is a cursed objects episode if not us a little bit hungover on a Sunday morning talking about um, politics and stuff? Yeah, I feel like it's the you, you'll get the the best sort of manic wired hungover energy out of us that can only come when we're sort of quite dehydrated. <laughs> <laughs> Can't quite remember what happened yesterday. Um, so this week's episode, we're going to be looking, we're going into the darkest, deepest recesses <laughs> <laughs> of the uh, Conservative Party shop, online shop. Yeah. If you in think a that submersible. Sounds, in a submersible. Sort of cave dwelling. Like, you know, there'll, there'll be monsters. Yeah, here, yeah, 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 yeah. And I, <laughs> it came to my attention, actually, because my auntie, my favourite, most loved and adored auntie, sorry to any of the other aunties that are listening. <laughs> the lesser aunties out <laughs> But I know that this is the only auntie that actually <laughs> listens to cursed objects <laughs> she sent me a a picture um well a link actually from the conservative party shop i don't know how she ended up on it it was of some keir starmer flip-flops and i think that's a little bit of a red herring here because i don't think we're going to go down the keir starmer bashing route today yeah. because that in and of itself deserves an episode <laughs> there's so much there as well I thought you were going to say because you know we'd just lose that battle yeah. if we try, try and try and diss the man mr charisma yeah imagine and, uh, trying to get that in an hour-long episode it'd just be impossible it's just a task too too large but yes that will that will happen because uh sorry to say he is going to be prime minister at some yes, point this year yes. and so we probably ought to address that but but not today today it's things are darker and murkier yeah and bluer I feel like today rather than going on the kind of anti labor merch which they do have and it's mm. so so embarrassing yeah. like one of the things that i found that we're not going to discuss today well yeah. we're not going to talk too much about but i just want to flag it is they have a pack of top trumps and the top trumps oh the top trumps <laughs> are called there are laughs incoming so watch out listeners. oh i just want i just want to flag this right at the top right yeah. it's called top trumped by the unions and it's a top- <laughs> <laughs> that so doesn't work at all. It's, it's so bad. And top trumped by the trumped unions. by the unions. So wait, what are the characters? The characters are like members of the Labour Party who've been Labor trumped Party. by the who, unions, who who are like funded by the unions or whatever. And the whole right. thing is that like the Labour Party are funded by the unions. And it wasn't actually until looking at this piece of merch today that I was like so viscerally minded, uh, reminded of how much the Tory party fucking hate unions like how much they oh, fucking yeah, hate yeah. workers they need they need something to cling on to but there's not much to bash there left anymore since the 80s which it's, you may have read about yeah, yeah it's just <laughs> it's, like, it's just yeah. bonkers like imagine creating Union an barons, entire fat yeah. cats there's a lot of fun they could have had with the fat cat thing and I'm sure have done in in uh, sort of poster propaganda in the past yeah um, but that's that's incredibly lame oh god it's just so not funny and it's like like 
who loves who loves the who loves the unions the most? Is it Jeremy Corbyn or is it Keir Starmer? And you're like, what's that? It's like what, what are the attributes? Yeah, as you just, go down the car. Oh, it's just like it's fucking nonsense. It's like how much money have they got from the unions? Oh, what's their favourite union? And it's just like be Tory. It's not. It's not going to repay repeat playing, is it? Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, after yeah. you've had a few games, yeah, it would wear, I think it would wear thin. The joke wears a little bit. Mummy, mummy, <laughs> <laughs> I've got the Keir Starmer card. <laughs> Why do you take all this money from Unite, mummy? <laughs> Wait, it'd be unison, wouldn't it? Um, <laughs> It just really made me laugh because you really have to laugh or you'll cry. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so to ba- to get back, because I feel like we've done a little detour here around the things that we're not going to discuss. <laughs> <laughs> Having got those out of the way. I had to do it. I had to do it. What we are going to talk about, so the object that I've picked is the ones that I just think there are so many. It really is a very, very dark website. <laughs> um, it's, ones... a, it's findable, by the way. Sorry to interrupt, yes. Cash, at shop.conservatives.com. Yes. So it's, this, this is the official, just to reiterate, official uh, Conservative Party of Great Britain and Northern Ireland shop. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. So one of the things that I just sort of visually looked absolutely fucking horrendous yeah. are um, these... Toby jugs. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know whether you're familiar with a Toby jug. I am not really familiar. I I'm just li- <laughs> listeners. I, I had to watch as Kasha quickly before we started recording. <laughs> Googled. She was like, "Who's Toby? <laughs> the fuck is a Toby jug?" <laughs> and I was like, "I think they're mostly ceremonial. You get them. I think in old like country pubs, the kind that Tories, yes. the kind that Tories drink in. Yeah, yeah, they yeah, uh, yeah. the the an an older fellow might have." A um, in country pubs, yes, um, will have their own mug behind the jar, behind the, behind the bar jar. God, the hangover's <laughs> kicking in. They'll have their own like Toby jug potentially, okay. Okay. Um, sitting up on high yeah. at the back near the spirit, so that when they come in, they will get their drink in that. But most of these are just for display purposes. Yeah. So, and, so uh, we've got we've yeah. got a wow. Um, a Churchill, Winston to- Churchill Toby Jug, and he, like, look, I'm no fan of Churchill, but they did They've really done him dirty. They did him so dirty. <laughs> Who needs Churchill haters when you can literally go on the conservative website yeah. and, like, they are literally doing, they're doing the worst. He looks like a potato that's been left in the bag for too long and is yeah. sort of starting to sprout things. Yeah, kind of, like, melting a, and, like, a weak shiny. potato. Waxy. Just like really, just yeah, it's just awful. Cameron looks. Oh my god! David Cameron's Toby Jug looks like uh, he looks like Mao. Yeah, I would say <laughs> Boris Johnson's. He looks like Michael Aspel, <laughs> <laughs> which is which is doing Michael Aspel dirty. Yeah, obviously. he's got he's got a very neat neat hair like Michael Aspel. Uh, Margaret Thatcher, I think she she's. Oh my god! I think she's got a, a handbag with her as well. Just just in case you weren't sure that she was a woman, <laughs> <laughs> there is a handbag as well. But her hair looks—it's kind of like a a shade of orange that I think is 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 very unbecoming. Yeah, um, it's interesting who's in the canon yes. because they—I mean—and this is part of the myth making that I think we should t- discuss today is like when the conservative. This is the conservative party telling the, their own story mm. of their history, speaking to... Um, and that's what all political merch is about, but I think it's it, it's worth spelling out, right? Like, this stuff is not for mem- random members of the public. Mm. It's for the diehards. It's for the yeah. faithful. Yeah. And so how they historicise their own uh, relentless yeah. <laughs> trashing of this country yeah. Uh, yeah. is quite interesting. There's well, no Liz. There's no Liz Trust. There's no yeah. There's mug. no Liz Trust mug. Toby mug. Toby jug. Sorry. Nor is there like a you know. There's no Disraeli mug. Is no, there? But, or there, like, but there or is peel. a Theresa May. Right, and she she looks also clapped and. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, for political science fans. That's a, oh, sorry for people who haven't studied political science. That's that's a term. Um, meaning. Yeah, uh, meaning she looks she looks fucked. She looks <laughs> Absolutely but, but it's the, interesting that like but there's uh, also she, a John she, Major one, and yeah. he looks like a sad dog. He, that is my most. That's my. I think this one. is your nominee for for yeah, first object for the of the week, isn't it? Of the week. Yeah, because he looks at, like I don't know what they've done to what, his face. What sort of dog is that exactly? Because it is. I'm not. Like I'm a Doberman. More, I'm a I cat think? person, but yeah, yeah. sort of Doberman vibes. Yeah. Um. But like, they is, haven't made any of the others look like a nearly as bad dog. as that. <laughs> no. But yeah, it's interesting that the. 
the like given the current sort of composition of the parliamentary conservative party and where the power lies with all of you know they've got like seven new factions now um yeah all, all called ridiculous things like you know conservative future and stuff and um that the center of gravity in the conservative party is way to the right of where it used to be which is yeah. arguably you know Nigel Farage's greatest victory after Brexit is like dragging the Conservative Party to the right. And yet you've got, um, you know, the very, by current standards, like like pretty liberal, very pro-European John Major, who is like, I think, you know, there's this process that happens after political, like all political careers end in failure, as the saying mm-hmm. goes. But then there is a moment where they then get rehabilitated because everything keeps getting worse. Yeah. So like George W. Bush in America now, there's a tendency among liberals to be like, what a wise and rational no. leader he was <laughs> because we've had Trump. And so it's like... Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. But it's also the process of, yeah, of like willfully forgetting the worst excess, like the yeah. worst things that were done and said under a particular leader. So I think in that respect, Major is now like this grand, like, ominous grise, I think is how is that how yeah. you say that? Like like a grandee yes yeah who who should be respected and even Theresa May in like two years yeah or whatever yeah. it has been <laughs> it's very it's really Three. yeah it is really weird that they've got like who they pick and also the fact that there are a few that are out of stock the Churchill Toby Jug is <laughs> Ooh, out of interesting. stock interesting so the Margaret Thatcher one out of stock yeah Boris Johnson out of stock but David Cameron Major and Theresa May. Oh, so, oh, so the Romaniacs. <laughs> so the Romaniacs is probably a strong word, but the pro-Romain, yeah. like wing of the party, uh, yeah. which includes Cameron, Theresa May, and John Major. I mean, Cameron most of all, since it's all his fucking fault. Um, they've, given, they've, given, they've given Cameron these very thin eyebrows, almost like a kind of nineties overplucked eyebrow look that makes him actually look quite like you know. Like how, he's like, on the cover of Elle magazine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like you know how like the nineties are coming back with all the like yeah. Gen Gen. Zers? Is that what they're called? Gen Z? They're Gen the, Z. the young ones. Yeah, yeah. sorry. <laughs> see, see our episode on Friends for oh, more yes, details. Of course, of course. Um, I always just forget which ones are which. We've done a few 90s ones. Yeah, think, yeah, but they make him look a little bit like he's just spent a lot of time on like 90s TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> he's like <laughs> really reclaiming that kind of like 90s look. Could he be any more thin of eyebrow? I just really <laughs> love the idea that someone's buying the Boris Johnson Toby jug because they think it's Michael Aspel. <laughs> 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 is he a Tory? I'm not sure he is. But yeah, that, so that that's an excellent choice for, for the cursed object of the week. Yes. I love how we're now using this phrase like it's a phrase we always yes. use. What's our cursed object of the week? Um, there's a lot more on this web, on this uh, online shop that raises questions. Mm, um, yes. Most of all, or first of all, perhaps the pop art framed print, which is twenty nine ninety nine. that... War, you know, imagine like a, the Warhol Marilyn's, where you've got the uh, sort of the Andy Warhol style kind of two tone uh, sort of light and shade portrait of, and the again the selection of former leaders and present leaders is really interesting. Benjamin Disraeli. So the four, you know, who are your four big Tories for your pop art print? Benjamin Disraeli. Play along at home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who are your four favourites? <laughs> Winston Churchill, Margaret Thatcher. None of these are surprising yet. And then Rishi, who uh, who really can't help but look like quite a lightweight sitting underneath yeah. Benjamin Disraeli. Yeah. Like, Don't, I just <laughs> really... can't. I can't see him as like historically. He's not going to be remembered as someone who who made a great impact on people with, you know, conservative inclinations. Can I pick you up on something you said there? Because I think that's this really gets to the the question I want to ask today is like, are, is this stuff particularly cursed? So m- political merch, let's just say first, political merch exists across the spectrum. You know, regular listeners will know we're often talking about redbubble.com mm. and etsy.com and how you can buy anything now. Like imagine a phrase and a person mm. and, you know, like I've, you know, I'm sure I've got somewhere a uh, a mouse mat at home with like Kasha T's face on and a quote saying, you know, you miss... Uh, 99% of the shots you don't take <laughs> like if I if I if I you know there, there must if I don't have one of those at home I could get one made like you can have any combination of anything now and particularly with like Etsy creators um, it's like the um, it's own... like the Walter Benjamin uh, right. chopping board that my yes. brother got me exactly sorry that's a better example because <laughs> it's real and it exists and it's in this room so somewhere like yeah so Kasha has a Walter Benjamin chopping board that with a quote that uh, I said about him with a quote that Kasha said about Walter Benjamin like he just, was a weird 
like in one of our episodes, like he was a weird dude, but a great dude yeah. or something like it's, that. It was an amazing gift from Cassius <laughs> Brother. Um, so you can get any kind of political merch made up now. What's interesting about this stuff and what I think is particularly cursed about this stuff is uh, like what's more jarring than Labour merch? And this is not about our political, which side of the political spectrum Cassius and I are on. Um, what I think is more jarring about it is the idea of the Conservative Party faithful having the level of devotion mm. to... Like, if you're a Tory, you are your job is to maintain and uphold the status quo, the class hierarchy, um, yeah. profit for people at the top, you know, freedom for people at the top and, and none of it for people at the bottom. Like, the idea that you could be passionately devoted to that to the extent that you would want to sort of display your identification with the party mm. by wearing a T-shirt, mm. say, or, like, having a mug, a, a, you know, John Major, Toby Joker at home, seems jarring because that's not... That doesn't sit with my idea of what the identity of a Conservative Party faithful member, like, like a party yeah. member, would be. Like, it... It seems like an odd thing to be that passionate about. Like, mm. you, if you're a Tory, you believe in those in the in Tory policies, and you vote for the Conservative Party. You might even be a member. You might even go to the odd meeting. Although, you know, Tory local party democracy makes you know, is is, is like is no nothing compared to Labour's, which mm. is itself you know flawed in all sorts of ways. Um, it's just it's the idea of a Tory party faithful, yeah, who, you know, like you or me, Kasha, like like to show off the things we like. Like I'm wearing a Benidorm FT t-shirt at the moment. Yeah. I have band t-shirts or like mm. t-shirts for record labels. Or, right, the idea that you could be that excited and passionate that you'd want to show off yeah. about your love for Margaret Rishi Thatcher. Sunak yeah. or like Margaret, yeah. is itself jarring. Like yeah. that's that's yeah. that extra level of curseness. I think you, like I just don't assume that Tories identify with the party. They don't have that sense of like, I, I am true blue, I am conservative yeah. my court, and I really want to tell the world about it. Like, you would hope that they would be a little bit more ashamed. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. Exactly and they're it. not, they're not ashamed. Well, yeah. some of them aren't ashamed. The people that are buying the <laughs> uh, 20 pounds, sorry, 1995 um, Margaret Thatcher apron that has a cartoon drawing of her and the phrase, this food is not for burning. Like, just... the lady is not for turning. <laughs> um, I think the idea that Conservatives just want to have a bit of fun with their political beliefs too. Uh, yeah. is, is Again, it's a jarring one, but it's what led to the production of Conservative Party condoms at the 2022 uh, Conservative Party conference. But this was They were produced by the LGBT plus conservative group. Yeah. Which... Uh, God, this is all just so worrying. This yeah. is deeply worrying. I mean, it's surprising they have a, a T on there and yeah. in, in their LGBT plus. Considering group. how awful they are. Yeah, uh, but the but the LGBT plus conservative group produced condoms that said, and uh, if you're ready to just, I hope you're not feeling too sick or nauseous at the moment. Uh, they 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 the condoms read strong and stable. Some oh, of them. No. Uh, as if we didn't want to hear that phrase ever again anyway. Uh, and honourable member is another oh. one. I know, it's very unpleasant, isn't oh. it? I'm ruining what is an otherwise very lovely sunny Sunday. Hey? Oh, no. um, but it does it actually speaks to a wider truth, which is that <laughs> so that in the news story about the Conservative Party condoms, a spokesperson for the LGBT plus group was like, There are five, oh, hundreds of people here for party conference, all, you know, having a lovely time. We just want to make sure they stay safe. That speaks to a perhaps little known truth but so I understand from more ardent politicos than myself party conference season is just one big sort of shagarama basically shagarama and so okay. there is in the same way that the Olympics <laughs> it's not a word I use lightly as you know Kasha um, I don't mean, know if I've ever heard you use it but I'm, I'm thrilled <laughs> I have heard you use it I now. can't quite believe I have but it's too late to go back on it now unfortunately um, but yeah like in the same way that the Olympics there's always like a real issue with sexually transmitted diseases and unwanted pregnancies really? and stuff oh, I'm shocked because, because you've just brought together hundreds of, or, or indeed the Olympics case, thousands of people in like an mm. Olympic village, mm. which is similar to the party conference kind of cluster of hotels and Airbnbs, and people get drunk and, you know, one, one also, thing. Also, you're that, very bored, <laughs> aren't you? You're very bored. <laughs> right, you've been listening to Conservatives yeah. talk about party policy all day. Yeah. You've got, to, you've got to have some fun at the end of that. Because they have that um, about the British Library, don't they? That, what, well, shack, what sort yeah, of like they, prophylactics? I think, I think, no, no, they don't They don't have prophylactics in the British <laughs> Library, but I think there are quite a lot of like very bored people in the mm -hmm. British Library. Sometimes there are right. quite a lot of longing gazers in yeah, the yeah. British Library. Well. <laughs> 
You should be so lucky. I know, because um, they had to close the toilets once because people kept... No. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, I do remember this. Yeah, right. the ones at the top. They had to close the toilets because uh, everyone's just, like, fucking reading books and they're really bored. And I imagine or, that's what happens. Or they're here. reading erotica and they want to <laughs> take it yeah. to the next level. Um, at, at my university, there were there was this one bit of one of the main central libraries where, like, all the seats are numbered, right, because you have to be able to... It's a long story. You need to be able to get books to a particular desk. Every desk has a number. And there were these two desks with, I don't know what numbers, but like sitting opposite each other where it was widely understood, like you were told as a fresher, if you sit in one of those chairs, that's like the shagging chairs. (laughs) That means you're up for it. No one ever tested or proved this that I'm aware of. But um, yeah. The things that happen at Oxford. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> try, try not to mention it. But um, let's, let's get back to, I mean, t- talking of Tories and Oxford, you know, there we go. Talking of Oxford University, let's get back to the Conservative Party. Yes. <laughs> one very much begets the other. Stop talking uh, about people shagging in the British Library. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Back on track, back on track. I've got a surprise for Kasia and oh. uh, possibly for listeners as well, though. You'll have to look this up on our social media to see it in, in all its glory. I think it's a surprise anyway, because you are so young and vital, Cash, you probably don't remember a great deal about the 2005 Conservative Party leadership election. Oh, no, I don't think I do Were remember you in primary much. school? Uh, no, I was in secondary school. Sorry, I, I feel like I've patronised you now. <laughs> <laughs> so, of course, you were paying attention to the leadership. I was in year or? eight, I think. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, if there's one thing year eights absolutely love. Yeah. So, this is in a period where the Conservatives are just so in the doldrums. Mm. It is, it's actually sort of genuinely Haig? delightful. William Haig, was so it him? We had Haig, we had uh, Michael Howard was leader as well. Yeah. Um, there was Ian Duncan Smith. It was oh, real, classic. I mean, they have rattled through the leaders yeah, in the 21st yeah, century. Yeah. I mean, there have been clusters in the mm. last few years and then at the start. But yeah, new, you know, complete sort of era of... Sinister Labour. fuckers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Such sinister fuckers. No, they are. Them. But yeah, the peak of New Labour, um, mm. the, the Conservatives are constantly having leadership elections and mm. then flopping, like the leaders flopping and then they'll have another one. Uh, David Davis, who is generally known as quite a... Uh, a relatively unique uh, MP within the Parliamentary Conservative Party in that he um, is kind of quite libertarian in Mm. a lot of ways and so there's occasional moments where he sort of has a sort of common purpose with people who are of the left like Mm. sporadically Uh, but he's also a right-wing Tory libertarian he's an interesting kind of confusing figure politically anyway he ran for leadership he didn't win the leadership his name is David Davis, which I'm just going to repeat again. Yeah. Um, so that's two. So that's you can see what the initials yeah. are. I'm just going to show uh, Kasha the photo <gasps> from the. So uh, would you would you care to describe the uh, photo that was part of his leadership campaign in 2005? It's David Davis in the middle of two um, st- st- strapping young women <laughs> <laughs> who are wearing two like really like overly tight t-shirts. I, I would say, and they say. It's DD for me, like double D, yeah. as in like double D breasts. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Davis in the middle, grinning very benignly, like a sort of... sort of <laughs> So weird. To know, like a, a sort of leader of a Soviet satellite state yes. in 1985 or something. <laughs> yeah. And that's what and that's what the campaign sort of is, seems reminiscent of, or what that particular photo seems reminiscent of. Uh, yeah, very, uh, very cursed and oh, very God. much... Very much in keeping with the 2000s sort of very light-hearted, like gleeful day-to-day misogyny that we have discussed in other episodes. But yeah, you know, again, it's just the Tories having a little bit of fun. I just, I yeah, I I really worry about this idea of a little bit of fun because I just think things will go really, really wrong when the Tories when we allow them to have any even a tiny amount of fun. Yeah, I mean, they, I think they would say by contrast, well, look, you know, uh, the left is so humourless and. at least we can, yeah, you know, have a bit of fun with our aprons. I mean, well, when we get to the Labour Party, we will find their jokes are just as bad. Yes. As the, you know, well, the, at the top, you mentioned the Keir Starmer flip-flops, which is obviously a hilarious reference to Keir Starmer's uh, refusal to keep stick to even one of his <laughs> promises. <laughs> um, but yeah, this, this, this material's all... Horrendous, really, isn't it? I mean, I, uh, can we go back to the 80s? And mm. um, I feel like it, we would be remiss not to mention 
a, like a much darker version of this kind of merch, which is the famous, or I should say infamous, Hang Nelson Mandela stuff. Fucking hell. Yeah. I don't think our listeners will know much about this. I think I'll, I think some older ones will, but certainly, mm. yeah, and, and like overseas listeners might not, of whom we have many. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hola. <laughs> um, yeah, this, these these cropped up at various points in the, night, in the sort of mid-80s when there was uh, the campaign to free Nelson Mandela, including a, a famous song by Special AKA called Free Nelson Mandela. And they inverted, I think, quite a famous poster mm. uh, free, that said Free Nelson Mandela and replaced it with the word hang. Um, and there were stickers and posters and badges um, that sort of circulated in amongst the Conservative Party grassroots. I mean, it's, he were, you know, he was leader of a prescribed organisation, the ANC, mm. and was regarded as a terrorist. It, mm. So in that respect, it was not... Uh, seen, a contra- as controversial. seen as controversial. Seen as controversial. And yet, like, we'd be, we'd be sort of dumb, I think. It's like a, a sort of idiot kind of leftism to assume that what the thought process behind a hang Nelson Mandela badge is, is pure, direct, murderous intent. Mm. It's transgressive, that's mm. the point. Like, mm. it's 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 taking something, uh, a, a human being who is a great source of inspiration and a rallying figure for the left, and being like, well, what if we inverted that? Mm. Tee-hee-hee, aren't we being transgressive? You know, which the left is guilty of as well. Yeah. Obviously, we're in the right. <laughs> Wait, but are like, we in the right or the left? No, sorry, that's very confusing. <laughs> but you know, like where, like in the way that certain people in the online left will tool around with like aestheticizing and fetishizing the guillotine, say, yes, or like aspects of Soviet rule that I think deep down the people posting about them, what well, you would hope anyway, no, mm. ought to be rather more problematic and complicated. Mm. As much as I have, I'm sure, got some stuff with Lenin's face on somewhere at home as well. Um, I definitely have. You're not a leftist if you don't have something with Lenin's face on. Come on. <laughs> yeah, but that I think that's not transgressive exactly uh, in the same way at all. Like, but yeah, a guillotine is a good example of a like a way of like performing for your fellow political travellers. Like, yeah. we're all in the same side, and like, you know, obviously, I don't literally want to like hack through people's necks with a big knife. Um, there's a lot of our listeners right now being, we don't. <laughs> oh, I was just sharpening my guillotine before you arrived, Dan. <laughs> but yeah. I uh, guess it's just, it, it's come, it comes down to values, right? It comes down to the fact yeah. that like for us, for people who don't agree with the monarchy, for example, mm. that is a good symbol of like dismantling the yeah. monarchy. Yeah. Whereas if you are someone who is pro-monarchist, mm. pro, you know, pro-kings and queens, you'll see that as, like, quite an alarming thing. But, <laughs> yeah. but I also... <laughs> if you remember the royal family, yeah, you'll really see that put as you alarming. on edge. <laughs> but I think, I think the Hang Nelson Mandela merch, I guess, you might call it, mm. for lack of a better word, it plays on so many... Okay, it's transgressive, sure, but it also plays on so many, like, racist and racialized like yeah. undertones of their meaning. And actually, I think one of the things that kind of struck me when you were talking about the LGBT handing out condoms at the conference thing, that the Conservative Party has changed so much. It's certainly changed under Cameron mm. to now be more about, less about conservative values per se, and more about a con- conservative type of economics, I guess, in terms of like, there, like I know, definitely under David Cameron, there was a lot of work to like include the mm. LGBT community into like their policies and their, and things like that. That then is reflected in the type of merchandise they produce. <laughs> oh, interesting. What are con- you've got me really thinking now? Like in a way that my hangover is not prepared for. Yeah, about, like, I can what- hear you creaking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see steam that's, coming out of your not, ears. It's not my chair. <laughs> that's my brain. That's the cogs. I'm trying to think like what you know. Is that, do I agree with that? Conservative values are a range of things. I mean, mm. it came up recently, actually, with something that, uh, uh, an episode that, that we keep getting feedback about, our vapes episode, mm. because there's this uh, this new Sunak policy to get rid of vapes for kids, right? Or disposable like, vapes. To get rid of disposable vapes completely because, yeah. keep, because kids keep vaping them. Uh, and Liz Truss, just last week, said this is not a conservative uh, thing to do. Mm. It's very nanny state. It's very interventionist. 
and I, and I think she's right. Like, mm. you know, that isn't that isn't a conservative value. A conservative, mm. the conservative value would be like let the fucking market rip. <laughs> yeah, like let it, let it do whatever the fuck it wants. If that means that there are thirteen year olds puffing on their blueberry elf bars on the bus, yeah, then uh, then good because they should be free to you know get addicted to nicotine yeah. at whatever age, and the company that produces them should be free to make profits without being. Uh, interfered with it depends what type um, of conservative you are though right yes, like the kind of one nation Tories are like mm. very different from the kind of neoliberal Liz Trussians or I, indeed the ERG and like I mean they, they have been the party has been completely captured by it, its right wing that mm. used to be incredibly marginal it's the sort of thing that you know had Corbyn <laughs> god mm. I'm going to do sad Corbynism had Corbyn <laughs> been more ruthless uh, and been able to be more ruthless uh, then we would have more successfully remade the Labour Party in our own image rather than have it be full of, you know, lanyard melts who don't want to do anything good for Britain <laughs> when they get in government, which is uh, my, would be my shorthand summary of the situation we're in now. Um, just, I'm sorry, but this, this Winston Churchill Toby jug just keeps looking at me and it's like... It seems to be like, about to say, help. <laughs> Can you can you get me it out of like here? It looks like he's kind of just like coming up from the swamp. Like, like, uh, <laughs> Hello, <laughs> Put me out of my pain. You're gonna have the worst <laughs> nightmares this evening. Um, and so I feel like the question of the day is like, how do conservative voters end up being so devoted and so identif- and have such strong identification with the party that they would, you know buy these terrible mugs these in trust we wait was it no in liz we trust t-shirts <laughs> you know which is something you can genuinely buy on uh, on etsy like a jet just a completely unironic pro liz trust t-shirt is it surprising that people are capable of feeling that level of devotion to the conservative party in a way that we wouldn't find surprising about the labor party mm. or a, or a sort of small outsider left-wing organization in that you're you know it's built on solidarity like that mm. is the whole mm. fucking point mm. and showing that your solidarity and having a sort of evangelical approach almost to spreading the word about you know challenging power mm. whereas if you are the powerful <laughs> already mm-hmm. like what why do you need to sort of you know show that um that devotion so in the name of answering that question in 2010 i went on a journalistic mission that nobody had actually asked me to do i don't know where this idea came from i went to the conservative party's youth wing christmas party <laughs> Fuck's sake, uh yeah <laughs> undercover <laughs> which like, this isn't a journalism podcast, but as an aside, from a journalistic point of view, I'm not I'm not that happy about this now because I just think it's quite a sordid form of journalism. But yeah, I I, I had a friend. Very funny. Uh, yeah, yeah, no. It was, I mean, what an evening. Let me tell you, uh, I I I had I had quite a lot of fun with my then girlfriend trying to dress me like a Tory. Oh wow! So that I could what blend did you in. Wear? Uh, I'll try and find the photo and share it on our socials, but it. Um, a tie and a sort of light blue shirt <laughs> and then a ju- like a v-neck jumper over the top <laughs> so so I sort of looked like I don't know I, I looked like I sort of had a minor role in a bank oh or something God, I so it, they, it was not I was not wearing expensive Burberry suit or anything no. but I was just like I'll just like I think a lot of Tories just look a bit down, like young Tories. Yeah. And bear in mind, I had met a lot of them at university, unfortunately. At least four of them are now MPs. I also met Rishi Sunak at university. Um, it's a, a story I, that has no colour to it whatsoever because he's so boring that like yeah, I, don't, I don't have any like great <laughs> anecdotes from that. But anyway, so a few, a few years after university, as a young budding journalist who was mm-hmm. you know writing about politics among other things, yeah, I heard from a friend that her colleague was organized so her work colleague in some charity was a was a young tory mm. uh, and she always hated him and like had beef with him but he idly mentioned the young conservative christmas party mm. which was in a the basement of a bar near piccadilly circus and my friend who I'm not going <laughs> to I'm not going to give away my sources but she she was like I can find out when it is and like oh here's like a you know event bright ticket where you can just pay 5 quid and you don't 
like no one's checking names or anything. No. If you know this thing is happening because you're on the email list or whatever, yeah. you can just buy a ticket. So it was easy enough to get in. And I went along with, you know, my notebook. I had to do a lot of memorising stuff as well. But yeah, got drunk and chatted to people and pretended I was a Tory party member. And what a gallery of rogues, let me tell you. (laughs) But like I did get, you know, this isn't just a story of me doing something quite stupid and ruining a perfectly good Friday night. (laughs) It's also like, I think it did give me some clues into that devotion because if you're a young conservative, you're really, you are devoted. Yeah, you really Because you have gone against, you know, your entire generation, essentially. Yeah, yeah. Which as, yeah. Especially at that time. Right, at that time, same, yeah, yeah. Same's true now. Um, Wasn't true in the 1980s. Mm. Like like Thatcher, this is the sort of thing that I feel like we've probably mentioned before, but uh, the assumption that all young people will vote left, Mm. like for a more left-wing choice and are more left-wing and that all older people are, you know, 90% likely to vote UKIP or Tory, Mm. which is reflected in the current polling. Like it really, like it is so, if if you look up a chart of like, how of votes by age bracket or intended mm. vote by age bracket it is a really steep line mm. from like young people being left older people being right wasn't the case in the 80s it's mm. not always been the case young people voted Tory uh, but now it is it does make you seem like a pariah yes I think. yeah yeah so to if you're in in 2010 or indeed in 2024 you're really in yeah. like you're really committed to that bit and I think you have to be even more devoted and show that devotion even more in a way. Yeah. Or you hide it completely and you don't tell anybody at all. But the young people that I met that day were preparing for a Conservative victory in the election. It was before, so it might have been Christmas 2009, actually, before the 2010 election, when the coalition won, of course, um, of the coalition being Conservatives and the Lib Dems. And um, I remember one conversation outside this bar at Christmas having a fag, chatting to randoms, and two of these Tories be- debating whether Cameron or Osborne was their favourite. Like, it was a real... <laughs> it was like political fandom, <laughs> full-on political fandom. And the consensus seemed to be, and I remember putting this quote in my piece, so I do remember these words, um, one of them saying, now, you know, David Cameron's there to do a job. You know, he's, he's, he's the right leader and everything. You know, he's got the face for it. He's good on the, you know, he's good on the sofa like Tony Blair is, and you know, he's sort of, he's got that, he's got that sort of warmth and 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 sort of presentable face. But George Osborne, now he's the bloody man. Oh, yeah, it was, it's horrible. Like. Oh, <laughs> like he was the true incarnation of like what they wanted, which was exactly as you were describing earlier, like. The, you know, the uh, swinging cuts to public services, the yeah. absolute decimation of the welfare state yeah. um, and the shifting of anything that they could shift into private hands. Like, yeah. You know. That image of, I don't know whether you saw it, um, the, there's like a video, but it's now like seared into my memory as an image really of George Osborne at Thatcher's funeral mm-hmm. welling up. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that image, I think, will haunt me for the rest <laughs> of my days, actually, because it's I very think powerful that- in its own way. It expresses this lineage of like a war on the poor, essentially, yeah, across yeah. the decades. It's so. It, I don't often think of Tories. I don't often think of Conservatives, really. Like at the moment, I'm thinking a lot about Keir Starmer. I'm not thinking Sorry about. about that, yeah, yeah no, <laughs> thanks. I, do you know what I mean? I'm thinking about the people who are in like the Labour right, who are mm. like destroying what I think could be a, <laughs> yeah. a much better, like progressive vision yeah. for how the country yeah. could be run. Even a right? slightly one, slightly progressive. Yeah. You know, even a little tiny bit. So I'm thinking a lot about them at the moment rather than thinking about, like, Conservatives. And it's just crazy when you go through this merch, when you go through and you really spend a bit more time getting them less on your peripheral vision and actually into Mm. your vision, how absolutely horrendous they are. (laughs) Because you just Mm. forget, because Mm. I just don't think about them. I'm just thinking about Keir Starmer. Well, yeah, you're absolutely right. Like, the historical conjuncture we're in at the moment is one of uh, the disaster that is Keir Starmer's Labour Party about, you know, winning a colossal majority. Yeah, um, yeah. I guess... So so they are marginal. Yes, yeah. And I guess to kind of come back to this idea of political merch, so when 
when I was going through, you know, there are these things, like there's a lot of material culture, like objects that are just absolutely bonkers, like like these Toby jugs. Yeah. They're also, if you like sign up to a kind of funding model, I guess, where you actually, mm. I think you fund, you fund the Conservative Party. <laughs> right. And you get, so if you want their like top, top merch, you have to sign up for something called the Churchill Club. And from that, <laughs> oh well, God. Churchill Club... Plus, and you get things like a signed Christmas card from the Prime Minister, but you also get a uniquely commissioned set of glassware. And that glassware, there's like three glasses. I think they're like tumblers for whiskey, maybe. Okay. And you've got an etched kind of silhouette of Disraeli yeah. uh, on one, one of Churchill and one of Thatcher. And I just, oh my I God. just, you know, that image of like there being a fucking. A set of shot glasses. Yeah, or whatever like. They are, whiskey yeah, glasses. whiskey tumblers to like drink to your. Dr- like drink to the conservative party is just bonkers. I lo- sorry, can you can you just go back and say it was what's the organization called again that you're joining? The Churchill Plus Club. Oh my god. It's like what do you know what I'm trying to think what that reminds me of. I think it's easy jet speedy boarding. <laughs> <laughs> it like it has the same sort of cheap yeah. tacky like you're a member of you're going to become a member of an exclusive club and it's it's actually just a really souped up way of of sort of, yeah, securing more funding for the party from their members. Like, because um, this is what I'm trying to get to the heart of, like, what is this merch for, right? Some of my, like, questions were, who is this stuff for? Who finds it funny? Why does it exist? And, you know, the why does it exist? I'm, I'm like, okay, I understand because people really dedicate their lives to this party, unfortunately. Is it to make money? Maybe, yeah. but probably less... Not a lot, probably, less, right? Yeah, less about generating funds and more probably about, like, generating culture. Like, yeah. actually being yeah, cultural yeah. producers, yeah. which I think is fascinating. But, that, you know, one of the things that I was thinking about was propaganda. Like, is it propaganda? How does it... Mm. Is this, like, is this merch that is created for the sole purpose of boosting the image of the party? Mm. And I think, you know, things like those Toby jugs of, like, Churchill looking like he just needs to be put out of his misery. Those <laughs> those objects, I think, less are less about propaganda and more about speaking to the base that exists. But there is, fascinatingly, a number of posters that are also sold in the Conservative Party shop. Mm. Quote unquote vintage posters. So, for example, there's one from 1929, and it's a picture of the Union Jack, and it's being painted over red and there is a hand that is painting that that is doing the painting that says the word socialism on it oh my god so socialism is (laughs) painting 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 away the union jack Jack and covering it with red yeah so you can buy that for the for the low low sum of 14.99 and to be clear the tory party poster says stop this it's not it's not supporting the action no no, it's It's very much against it stop this to stop stop the tide of socialism (laughs) sweeping away the the you know your british identity but which is an interesting bit of propaganda because it's like a lot of political propaganda an entirely negative form yes. it's about the it's, it's it's calling on you to take action yes to prevent a negative rather than to celebrate a positive which so many of them are now looking yeah. at them yeah there's, there's a, a lot just a lot of it's this, just about labor failures there's this weird one which is like um it just says defense in, in capitals with a full stop and then there's two hedgehogs mm-hmm. and one hedgehog is says conservatives underneath and it's a spiky hedgehog <laughs> and then there's one that says labor and it's a hedgehog that seems to have lost all of its spikes that's actually quite that is actually quite funny <laughs> it's just like I think that seems if it's nineteen ninety if that's nineteen ninety two, then as far as I know slash remember from reading about this shit, uh, that would be peak Saatchi yes, period, it right? Looks like it. it looks Saatchi. Yeah. Like the very famous um Labour isn't working one with the yeah. long uh, if people haven't seen that, it's a it's a long line it's a long line of people queuing in the unemployment queue to collect their dole. Uh, and it's a very, a very famous pun. Labour isn't working. There is a very, um, there's a good one as well. So a vintage poster that is entitled, so this is the moderate militant free Labour Party 1987. It's just exactly the kind of bullshit that they, they were pulling under Corbyn. And actually Jeremy Corbyn is pictured. It's like a kind yeah. of rogues gallery. Is that the right term? Kind yeah. of like mugshots almost. With, um, yeah, mugshots are exactly yeah, right. With Diane, uh, Diane well. Abbott, with Jeremy Corbyn, with a number of other people. Ken Livingston with a tash there as well. Ken Livingston with a tash. So oh, yeah, I didn't, th- I didn't Three of the main bogey men in the 1980s yeah, yeah, yeah. and women. Um, yeah, the 
So this was after like Neil Kinnock had expelled milit- the militant tendency, yeah. which yeah. is an actual that's capital M, capital T as an actual organisation. Mm. As with all of these, that would be such a weird thing to have on your wall. Yeah. Like, like you can buy these posters framed. Yeah. Imagine having a framed poster of your, of not not even your political enemies, but the political enemies that of you're... Of the 1980s. Of the 1980s. <laughs> like, why would you want them reminding... Why would you want to be reminded as you walk around your home where you live of, like, of, of like a, a bygone kind of bit of political but, kind of yeah but like all. some of it's not even interesting like some of it is literally just text like one is just a text that says Britain is great again full stop don't let Labour wreck it full stop when's Which that then, from? it's from 1987 again yeah, right. this idea that like there was some kind of like mythic past and yeah, only yeah. through a very particular you know that's like the heart of the conservative message isn't it yeah. that like there is yeah, a yeah. there is a mythic like holy past that has been destroyed by people from Labour but then pro- also progress. by, by you know? but also yeah. by, by progressive streams within that party yeah, I mean it's sure. just I think it's deeply deeply fascistic <laughs> It's, yeah, it's so interesting how many posters there are. There's like scores of these. I love that they've even got a poster for Alec Douglas Hume, who was prime minister for about five minutes or something. And was a complete, you know, like trust levels, basically. I, I guess like all of the merch. <laughs> I'm just really enjoying this, this. I just think Harold Macmillan has just got such a strange, mournful look in his eye. He looks like a sad dog. He looks like a sad dog. Imagine having a... The poster that having, says Leading Britain and then... The, the from pic, 1958 from, on your wall for some reason. With a really, really sad Harold Macmillan underneath it as well. Um, <laughs> like putting that up in your kitchen or something. Right, for some well, so, so I was just going to say, like, all of this merch is about sort of solidifying your identity and affirming your identity politically, right? Um, and, and possibly, and to a lesser extent, probably about making a little bit of money for the party, but, but a real drop in the ocean. But it's just quite hard to see how a lot of these posters affirm your identity yeah. politically. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's like, yeah, when I wake up in the... When I go, when I go to the toilet and I've got my po- portrait of Alec Douglas Hume in there... <laughs> It just really reminds me of why I'm a conservative. Yeah, no, I know. That's usually when I need to go for a wee. It's, that's the, that's it, the kind of key time. It, it sort of, it helps. Uh, yeah, I suppose, and actually to extend that, it's sort of, it's about group identity formation. Like mm. this is a, a large part of what this is about and solidifying in-group bonds. Yes. Which is what, again, it's why that like Labour merch makes more sense. Yes, because yeah. Because the solidarity of a mass party and or indeed the trade unions or the ma- the working classes the masses yeah. you know these are these are some of the origin stories okay they're more complicated than that in reality but they are the mythos um and the origin stories of of the labor movement mm. and the labor party you know conservatives as a mass party doesn't really make sense no like, and yet in the 1950s as some of our listeners may know there was there was a point in the 1950s where both parties had membership numbers in the millions. Mm-hmm. In fact, we just fact-checked it because uh, I wasn't confident that I could actually remember the numbers. <laughs> but in the 1950s, the Conservatives had 2.8 million members mm. and the Labour Party, 1 million. Uh, it's, I mean, it's so really confusing. interesting. It's, that is confusing in itself. Maybe, it? maybe it was literally just on the strength of the merch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that was the it. Yeah. Sad Harold Macmillan <laughs> looking like a dog merch. <laughs> obviously, can I just say, I do, I do think it's fascinating that like they've obviously not chosen to include certain other campaign posts that they have. For example, the deeply racist ones. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right. it's, it's interesting what they've got on those posters yeah, and what they no, have. That, that's a fair point. Yeah, they're not selling hang Nelson Mandela merch no, now. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Imagine if they did. And this is all. I think the other thing to say is that, um, just as an interesting aside, it was interesting to me anyway. That if you compare all of these conversations about sort of group identity, the group identity, collective identity of the Conservative Party membership, or the collective identity of the Labour Party membership, it's interesting to think about the contrast in the US, Mm. where you are not a party member like they don't have that model so you can be a registered democrat or a registered republican for voting purposes quote unquote card carrying yeah Mm. exactly but um 
but you don't, or indeed a registered independent for mm. voting purposes. But that's not quite the same as like having uh, the sort of network of local affiliated constituency parties and therefore the potential for like your entire social life Mm. as is the case for like party some party apparatchiks and members right um your entire life is basically built around the party and you know that is ultimate those are ultimately the sort of people who are going to be buying this merch yeah yeah. um and they are these days yeah yeah. (laughs) it's it's a it's a fair comment um the numbers today um are considerably less than a million. And they it's actually worth mentioning that Labour Party membership soared under Corbyn. Yeah. And the people that are in charge now hated that fact. Yeah. Hated the idea of it being a mass membership party. Constantly banged on for four or five years that Corbyn was in power about how we were only preaching to the converted and it's so, yeah. so typical of the left to just want to just want their five hundred thousand members to uh, you know, actually be politically active and involved mm. and, and part of the part of the movement when actually when, you know, the rea- the reality they prefer is that, you know, it is just for the extremely nerdy lanyard wankers um, <laughs> who 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 want to, you know, wear their Keir Starmer flip flops or their yeah. Sorry, that's a confusing reference, isn't it? Because that's a bit of Tory merch. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe that. Maybe maybe the Tories are selling a lot of Keir Starmer flip flops to actual Keir Starmer fans. Or, they, or actually, maybe maybe like more uh, left wing members of. Because I was looking at some of their anti labour stuff, and I was like, fair. <laughs> like I'm not agreeing with them because yeah. obviously I hate them. But and you, like, don't, and you don't particularly want to fund the Conservative Party. Well, this is also the, a difficult this thing. This is the problem. This is with searing commentaries like Keir Starmer flip flops. It's so hard. Take my money, guys. It's so, so hard to resist the urge to give them my money because yeah. I'm totally going to clip that out and then just play out of context <laughs> you dickhead <laughs> fair cool um, this has been a fun excursion uh, through some yeah. extremely cursed merchandise do take a look at the website because we've obviously tried to describe some of these but I just mm. I cannot stress enough how how much that <laughs> Churchill mug looks like it needs to be put out of its misery. <laughs> it's just like, it really, really is. I think that's also another thing, another image that will now haunt my haunt, haunt me till the end of Churchill days. Churchill has a to- Toby joke, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. Uh, but thanks very much for uh, taking us on this journey, Cash. And Well, thank you to my auntie as well. Yeah, auntie, yeah. if you're listening, I love you very much. <laughs> <laughs> Funding Cursed Objects Ideas forever. <laughs> And just FYI, Cash's auntie, there is other stuff on the internet if you, you don't have to look spend your time looking at the, at the conservative shop. Um, but yeah, thanks very much for listening, guys. Uh, our, as ever, uh, we will continue doing episodes for free for the main feed for everybody. Uh, but if you want more, then do sign up to our Patreon, uh, which is Cursed Objects UK, or one word, or just Google it. And it's only £4 a month. And there are, are like, I don't know, 25 other episodes on there now that you could unlock um, and listen to. Um, And you get stickers. And and, uh, I write out all the notes, handwritten. She's so dedicated. So dedicated, handwrite uh, all the notes saying thank you. And we all really appreciate it. (laughs) Um, uh, And yeah. And we appreciate you. So thanks very much for for listening. And yeah, even if you don't join our Patreon, please tell a friend, uh, leave us a review somewhere, shout about it on social media. Um, And take care. We love you. Thank you. Bye. Bye.